Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, January 27th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. It's been nearly a year since the COVID-19 vaccine became widely available and Missouri's vaccination rate has stalled. The state's high number of residents who don't trust the vaccine means public health officials have a tough road ahead. You shouldn't be able to make me do something that I don't agree with for my livelihood to take that away from me. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports on the continuing vaccine reluctance among many in Missouri. A St. Louis Metropolitan Police officer remains in critical condition after being shot in the stomach while on duty in Ferguson. A second officer was shot in the lake. The two were trying to arrest a suspect believed to be involved in a homicide. Police Chief John Hayden says shootings are just one of the hazards facing officers and other first responders in St. Louis. It's just a tough time to be a first responder. I mean, you know, we're we're hearing about critical incidents daily, and it's just tough. You know, I mean, hey, officers out here working hard, you know, hey, doing everything that they can to keep people safe, and we keep having uh, these critical incidents. Hayden says St. Louis County is investigating yesterday's shooting and has four people in custody. A suspect was also shot during the incident, but investigators are not saying if that person was shot by an officer. Republicans in the Missouri Senate are fighting over how to divvy up the state's eight congressional districts. Senators worked behind closed doors yesterday to try to come to a compromise on new district lines, but quit for the day without taking a vote. Lawmakers are redrawing the boundaries of congressional districts to account for population changes noted in the 2020 census. The plan backed by GOP leaders is projected to continue the current political divide of six Republican and two Democratic representatives. Some Republicans want to draw lines to give the GOP a shot at winning seven seats. The Metro East is set to receive millions of dollars to improve public transportation and the region's ports. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports the state funding is part of a more than $200 million announcement by Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. The St. Clair County Mass Transit District will get about $10 million for a new building that will house county sheriff's deputies, 911 dispatching, and a transit control center for Metrolink. America's Central Port in Granite City and Mid-America Intermodal Port in Quincy will receive a combined $34 million to improve their capacities and efficiencies. Illinois Transportation Secretary Omar Osman says the projects are tailored to what each community needs. We went looking for ideas from our partners at the local level on how to best improve their facilities and the services they provide. Osman says the funding will further strengthen Illinois' entire transportation system and create long-term job growth. In East St. Louis, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Metro Transit is searching for a new executive director. The Bi-State Development Agency says Jessica Meffert-Miller has left the organization. She had been executive director since 2018. Executive Vice President of Organizational Effectiveness Charles Stewart is leading the service now. On an interim basis, the Post-Dispatch reports a national search will take place for a permanent executive director. A company that was originally denied a medical marijuana license by Missouri should get one after all. The Midwest Newsroom's Steve Vokrot has more on a recent ruling by a state commission. 
medical marijuana applicant NWGMO was originally turned down for a license and appealed that decision. The Missouri Administrative Hearing Commission was persuaded that the way the state decided who got medical marijuana licenses and who didn't was flawed. According to testimony in the case, a private contractor hired by the state to score license applications was rushed in its process and couldn't correct its mistakes, and the state didn't second-guess the contractor's work. The reversal amounted to yet another sign of issues with Missouri's medical marijuana program, which has been dogged by suspicions of conflicts of interest and influence in the awarding of licenses. For the Midwest Newsroom, this is Steve Vokrat. Traces of coronavirus in St. Louis wastewater are declining. State scientists and University of Missouri researchers have been testing water from sewage treatment plants in the St. Louis area for genetic material from the virus. The amount of viral particles had been increasing sharply over the past two months as the Omicron variant spread, but the most recent tests show a more than 30 percent drop compared to the previous week. The research team says it's too soon to tell if Omicron-related infections have peaked in St. Louis. About 55 percent of Missouri residents are fully vaccinated against the coronavirus. Public health officials worry Missourians who do not trust the vaccine are not going to change their minds and the pandemic will drag on. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports. Rebecca Neff lives in Republic, Missouri, and until recently, she was studying to become a nurse. Last fall, she decided to drop out because the hospital where she was training required workers and nursing students to get the COVID-19 vaccine. It was really hard. And a lot of tears were shed over that because I put a lot of hard work into where I got. I still feel strongly that I made the right choice for myself. She's pregnant and she fears the shot would harm her baby. To me, it's not morally right to push people into things that they don't want to do. There are a lot of Missourians who agree with her. Doctors say the fastest and safest way out of the pandemic is to get a large part of the population vaccinated. And rigorous testing has shown the shots are safe. But in Missouri, residents touting personal freedom and Republican lawmakers claiming vaccine mandates amount to government overreach have fought back against them in public health departments. In 25 counties, fewer than one in three are fully vaccinated. This is our future. No more mandates, no passports. We have to stop this now. Neff was among the hundreds who attended a September rally in Jefferson City, put on by the grassroots group Take a Stand Now, Missouri. They were there to protest mandated COVID-19 vaccines for healthcare workers. Jill White, who's been a nurse for eight years, was there with several of her colleagues. Personally, I don't agree with the vaccine itself, but apart from that, I I think that it is not the government's place to force health care options upon me. She doesn't think the vaccine has been around long enough for her to feel safe taking it. You shouldn't be able to make me do something that I don't agree with for my livelihood to take that away from me. The rotunda at the state house was soon packed to the brim with rally-goers. Who holds the power to make your medical decisions for you? I'll tell you who. You do. Most people in the crowd are conservative and white. One person holds a huge impeach Biden sign. You are a person that holds God-given rights, constitutional rights as a citizen of this great country. Only you Republicans, evangelical Christians, and those who live in rural areas are less likely to get the vaccine. And Missouri has a lot of those people. 
As personal politics fuses with vaccine reluctance, experts like Liz Hamill say it will be harder to convince people of the benefits of the COVID-19 vaccine. Attitudes towards all kinds of things related to the pandemic, including vaccines, have been divided along party lines for a long time. Hamill is the director of public opinion and survey research at the Kaiser Family Foundation. It's interesting if you ask people directly who say they don't want to get the vaccine, why they don't want to get the vaccine, they don't mention politics for the most part. They mention things like the newness of the vaccine and the side effects and sort of the unknown long-term effects. But Hamill says political affiliation has become the biggest predictor of whether people will get the vaccine. Republicans aren't getting it as much, and in a state where all but four counties voted Republican in the last presidential election, that's a big deal. So why don't Republicans want the vaccine? The vast majority of Republicans believe getting the vaccine should be a personal choice, not the job of mandates from officials. That's according to Kaiser's polling. Most Democrats believe they have the responsibility to others to get vaccinated to protect public health. Doctors say unvaccinated people make up the majority of people hospitalized with COVID-19. Darushina Mathalingam is an infectious disease doctor at Mercy and SSM Health in St. Louis. She sees the effects of anti-vaccine rhetoric firsthand. But once people are in the hospital, it's often too late to educate them. So when I see somebody and they're coming in, they're gasping for breath and like on a big machine, like I try to be compassionate and I just try to get the information, which is that they're not vaccinated. It's not just a matter of doctrine. People are getting bad information. But then you're kind of pushing against this other ecosystem that has other agendas. They really genuinely, authentically don't have a good sense of how to judge that information. Matalingam says some people will never be convinced, but there's a portion who could be. Missouri's health officials say the state can increase its vaccination rate to 60 percent or higher. They think even the vaccine hesitant can be convinced with some work. But with Missouri's high numbers of freedom-touting conservatives, they have their work cut out for them. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.